Bienvenue au Pont pour la Mission. Welcome to Bridges for Mission. Bienvenido au Ponte à Mission. 欢迎欢迎，这是 Bridges for Mission. Bienvenue dans Pont pour Mission. Bienvenue we are the creative minds behind this podcast. In this second season, you will be invited to listen to new voices who are themselves passionate about God's mission and how we respond to God's call to be hands and feet of Christ, not only in our neighborhoods, but thousands of miles away from the comfort of what seems familiar. Several special assistants to the short-term mission office, skilled team leaders, We'll have conversations with guests living in the U.S. and abroad. We invite you to stay open to how their stories may intersect with your story. Let the movement of the Holy Spirit permeate your hearts. You'll soon discover how God equips all of us for the task we are called to, and you will recognize that we don't do this discernment process alone. Let these God moments create beautiful bridges for ministry. We live in hope and love, which neither can be silenced nor ignored. Welcome to Bridges for Mission. We are glad you found us. Super pleased to be here on this beautiful Michigan fall day. It's a stunning time of year to be here in uh, our state. My name is Lynn Punnett, and I'm a member of First Baptist Church in Ypsilanti, Michigan. I also play a role with our region. I am a consultant. We have about 140 churches in Michigan, and I help any and all of them make connections to short-term mission experiences. And I also have in a volunteer capacity, a role with international ministries uh, as a special assistant. And I play a liaison uh, role between Michigan and our short-term mission team. So it's a pleasure to be here today. And I wanna uh, welcome Mark Gutierrez, a friend uh, of mine, um, and ask him to introduce himself if he would. Thank you, Lynn. Nice to be here. Um, so yeah, I'm Mark Gutierrez. I'm right now. I'm a medical student at University of Michigan. Uh, I lived in the U.S. till I was eight years old, and then I moved with my family uh, to Durban, South Africa. My parents, Rick and Anita Gutierrez, are medical missionaries out there. Um, and so yeah, I lived there uh, from third grade till uh, the end of high school, and you know, got to participate in uh, some of the work that they were doing there. I guess, should I speak a little bit about uh, their mission now? Go ahead, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah so my parents, uh, they were family doctors in the US and over in South Africa, they do medical missionary work. Um, so their, their work sort of involves a couple different parts. They uh, train people to do health screening for uh, diseases like diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, obesity, 
HIV and AIDS, which are, you know, of course, a huge problem in South Africa. Um, and they, they also teach people uh, how to eat healthy foods, how to grow their own vegetables, uh, how to raise chickens. Um, and then also they make educational uh, videos, uh, which is something I've been involved in a little bit more and more recently. Uh, and I guess, so all, also part of their work is in training these health screeners. Uh, they're also essentially starting small Bible study groups uh, in rural villages where there aren't really churches. Um, and so these are centered around health, but you know, my parents and I of course believe health is very holistic. So it involves Bible study uh, and you know, learning about God and about Jesus through that, but kind of using health as a bridge to all of that. Wonderful. So were you actively involved in that with them? Yeah, so especially, um, I'd say kind of from the 10th grade on, uh, I got to do health screening with my parents, which was a really wonderful experience for me. Um, you know, as someone interested in going into medicine, it was a, it was just a, a great experience for, for that, uh, to see kind of the very broad role that a doctor can have, you know, not just in the clinic, but, you know, out there with people in rural areas. So yeah, I, um, I did uh, screening for diabetes, uh, for peripheral artery disease, um, alongside my parents. Uh, and I also was able to teach uh, local people how to do that as well, which was just a wonderful experience for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that was kind of my first role uh, in, in getting to take care of patients and a really wonderful experience for me. Yeah, and I'm gonna assume that's part of what led you to know that you wanted to go to medical school yourself. And uh, maybe why did you go to U of M? Let's just do a go blue plug. Yeah, well, hey, I love I love uh, Michigan. My um, my parents both went to undergrad here, uh, and so it was really kind of the natural choice for me. And my dad went to medical school here as well. And really, my family uh, was based in Michigan uh, before they moved to South Africa. So it was in fact the only place I applied for undergrad, uh, and I'm I'm very happy that I came back here for undergrad. But I guess, um, Lynn, kind of going back to your question a little bit, um, you know, the, the treating, taking care of patients and the interest in medicine, I remember very clearly, um, so when you do this peripheral artery disease screening, one of the things you have to do um, is look at the uh, arteries down in the leg, um, the brachial arteries. And uh, to do that, you often will have to take people's socks off. And so I remember, um, I was with my dad and we were doing health screening uh, in this kind of alley uh, next to this mall that was in this sort of poor area. And there was this homeless man who came and um, I had to take off his socks uh, to, to you know, get at the brachial artery. And I remember like his, his socks were pretty smelly. They were kind of yellowed. You know, he probably didn't have good access to like a laundromat and things like that. Um, and I was a little put off by that. But then, you know, I also thought to myself, like, gosh, well, this is a, you know, a child of God, and I could very well be in his shoes as well. And, you know, I was a little um, actually taken aback at my own response to it. And I think that was a big part of, like, thinking, like, well, we're, we're called to serve people, like, whoever they are. We're called to love them and care for them and do the best we can for them. Experiences like that that you have taking care of people, you can't, there's really no other way to have them than to be out there uh, seeing people like that, caring for them. Well, I didn't ask before uh, recording this morning, but 
what are your plans going forward? Um, okay, so you're seeking your residency. How long would you be in residency? And then you and your wife, what are your plans going forward? Yeah, well, I think so. Residency is three years long. Um, so, you know, it's even kind of unclear where I will end up for residency. Um, but after that, I think that likely Laurel and I will be practicing in the US. Um, it's really, you know, it's something that I've thought a good bit about, like becoming a missionary like my parents. Um, and I think that one thing in talking to my parents about this a lot is that it's so important to feel the call from God, um, you know, to go out there and serve people. And I think, I mean, there's many people in the U.S. that we can serve as well. Um, but, you know, I think on the other hand, I mean, for my parents, one of the things they really expressed to me was that, wow, when they finished residency, they felt like very comfortable in their jobs and they loved doing it, but they really felt like God was calling them to something else. And this, they really only had that after they were done with their residency training. So I think for me, the challenge is to not get complacent in like where I am and a nice job and a nice salary and be listening for that call, um, you know, from God. I think so it's, it's kind of, you know, my plans are unclear right now. Um, we'll see where God takes me. But yeah, that'll, that's definitely, you know, a challenge discerning that. Well, I think you're blessed that you have an amazing support system here in Michigan with your extended family and the support of your parents in whatever you choose to do. And uh, you will stay focused on God. I know that. And so you're going to know. You're going to know what you're supposed to do, uh, maybe when it's a time to make a change after you've even practiced for a while in the U.S. Well, it's going to be super exciting to follow you and, and just see um, what God has in plan for you. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to go back, if I could, and just ask a little bit. Uh, I'm interested to know about the geography, perhaps, of where Durban is in South Africa, what that terrain is like, what the environment is like there. Um, and, you know, what'd you grow up in? Certainly. So, um, you know, South Africa, a, Durban in South Africa is a very beautiful place to be. I'd say, you know, to compare it to an American example, it's a lot like Florida. Um, you know, you're on, you're on the coast, the, the Indian Ocean is very warm and nice, so it's pretty humid. Um, the, the summers get very hot. Um, you know, you pretty much you need AC to survive and think. The winters are extraordinarily pleasant. Um, you know, the temperatures like get down to like maybe 50s, 60s, you need a light jacket. You know, you can, it's, it's warm enough that you can actually swim in the ocean year round. So uh, that's really beautiful. Uh, and then the area that my parents do a lot of their work, uh, Zululand, just, just a little bit, maybe like uh, 40 or 50 miles north is beautiful grasslands um, that kind of lead up into the Drakens. Mountains, which is a, a little mountain range they have up there. Uh, it gets a little bit chillier there, but I mean, still, it, it doesn't really snow or anything like that. It sounds lovely. And if I were a short-term missionary, kind of a nice place to come, perhaps not in the summer, but um, uh, so you, there must have been missionaries, short-term missionaries, groups of people that visited you and your family there. Um, what memories do you have of that? Oh yeah, certainly. Um, there were, that I can recall when I was there, a couple uh, different groups that came to help out. And 
I just, I guess I have a very positive memory of them all coming over because I think for the first group, my brother and I were maybe like, I was maybe 12, my brother was 10. Uh, and it was just really neat to see these people because, you know, they were all um, just wonderful, like believers, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. And, you know, though they were only there for a short time, they were really committed to helping out my parents' mission in any way they could. And um, that was, I guess, for me, is such an encouragement because when you're living in a foreign country, um, you know, there's no other Americans, no one else speaks like you. It's actually really nice to have some people, you know, from your home country come on out uh, just to hang out with you. You know, you can talk about the culture, you can make jokes that they understand better and vice versa. But also just to like, you know, see them doing the work because there's so much, so many things that can be done that, you know, I mean, yeah, my parents are doctors, but the work they're doing, you know, doesn't really require doctors to do it. I mean, yes, if doctors want to come over, that's great, but really anyone can be trained. You know, I was as a, you know, 10th grader trained to do uh, health screening and able to be very helpful to them. And, you know, people can help with that. There's you know, different kind of building projects that people have done. I mean, my dad had people helping him to build these chicken domes, which provide housing for uh, chickens, which is, you know, just absolutely wonderful. And I think that also there's a lot of technical know-how that people on mission trips have that my parents don't have. I mean, I I love my parents. They're, they do a great job in all the things to do, and they're very creative with it. But, you know, the medical training doesn't, like, teach you how to run a business, uh, or, you know, like these basic engineering things like building, how would you design a chicken dome, things like that. Um, and so that is something where, you know, the, the input and the ex expertise of others can be tremendously helpful. And I think, you know, an another thing uh, that's very valuable about short-term mission trips is that it gives people from, you know, the churches who come a real experience of what the mission is doing. Um, and, you know, so there's only so much you can get from a newsletter, from videos, things like that. But, you know, when you come out and when you see the work that's being done and you see, you know, hopefully the lives are being changed, uh, you know, that's that's really helpful for uh, seeing a mission, seeing if this is a mission you want to get behind and support. And that's an extremely valuable part of mission trips as well. I'm just remembering uh, the first time that I remember seeing you or knowing you and you were a young boy i was at an american baptist women's gathering on the west side of the state it was either a, a spring or a fall statewide event and your family was preparing to leave and uh, I, I imagine you were going around doing like a circuit of churches kind of thing you know meeting people and building support uh, as you were preparing to leave but i can see you and your brother and your mom and dad in my mind at this very moment standing on that platform with these American Baptist women gathered around you, laying hands on your family and praying over you before you left that year. And then uh, our very good friend, Linda Marshall, who I had the great pleasure of uh, singing under her direction for many, many years, uh, made a, a mission, a short-term mission trip. As a matter of fact, it was a group of American Baptist women. And in that trip, she, I think reconnected in a stronger way with your family, met you, learned you were planning to come to Ann Arbor. And so what a delight it was for you to end up in my home church in Ypsilanti for those first few years of your undergraduate studies leading our praise team. 
So I know music is important in your life. And are you uh, continuing to play? What are, what are you doing musically? Oh, I'm so glad, so glad you asked about that. So yeah, that was such a wonderful uh, experience to be, you know, coming back to the U.S. and getting to work with all the wonderful musicians at uh, First Baptist of Ypsilanti. Um, I think it was one cool thing about that was it was a it was kind of a cross-cultural time for me coming back to the U.S. You know, because I I had to. Um, make the bridge, uh, you know, going to South Africa and growing up there, but then also returning to the U.S. Um, you know, I didn't have a lot of friends at that time. Uh, and I was, you know, kind of a South African coming back to the States. So it was so wonderful to be welcomed into your church uh, and to get to play music there and have kind of a part-time job doing that. It was really incredible. Um, you know, I guess as far as, uh, you know, music in my life, like, yes, it's been such a wonderful thing to, to uh, getting to know people better, to fitting in with people, uh, you know, I guess to understanding emotions and, and conveying with people and, you know, praising God is a wonderful thing to do with music too. I guess, um, you know, in my last couple of years of medical school, things have gotten uh, pretty busy, uh, but I've uh, still been playing a lot of guitar. Um, I'm taking uh, jazz guitar lessons in the in the music school uh, at U of M actually, and been able to continue doing that now. I, I got a teacher and I've hung on to them through medical school, which has been pretty great. Uh, and also have a band in Ann Arbor and we play kind of around different co-ops and other events in, in Ann Arbor, which has been great. I do hope to get to back into uh, worship music eventually, but just uh, with my schedule so for the time being, haven't been able to do that. But, you know, and. I hate to say it, but I think residency probably won't be the time to start back with that. But um, maybe after residency, God willing, I'll be able to get back into playing with the worship team again, because that's just such a wonderful thing to do. It is. It's, it brings absolute joy uh, to my life, for sure. You know, what is it that you are, are you going to be a generalist? I never, I didn't ask, what's your specialty in medicine going to be? I'm sorry, I didn't ask and probe a little more about that. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, so I'm I'm um, going into internal medicine, uh, which is, you know, my parents are family doctors. Internal medicine doctors focus on uh, taking care of adult patients, um, either in the hospital or uh, in the outpatient setting. But I guess different from family medicine, they don't see uh, uh, children, you know, child patients. Um, and so I guess for me, I'm again, still kind of trying to figure out exactly what I'll end up in, in internal medicine. I think that there's a pretty good chance that I will stay general because I really like the broadness of the cases. Um, you know, it's, it's really uh, in the hospital, if you're the general hospitalist, then you really, I think, have the most opportunity to, to uh, be there with patients, caring for them, getting to know them because you're coordinating all the subspecialists and all their you know, difficult problems. And you can also choose how much you're gonna rely on uh, the consultant teams or not to help you out with, with figuring things out and making things best for people. On the other hand, um, you know, being outpatient, getting to take care of people in the clinic really has benefits and just in terms of like, uh, you know, having a job that's a little more conducive to a family, getting to go home at five o'clock and be there with your kids. Um, yeah. And I think that would push me to that. So, and then I guess also I've, I've, you know, always been interested in research. And I mean, I'm currently working in a research lab, uh, been interested in hematology, oncology as well. So I think if I was to subspecialize, that would probably be what I'd end up doing. 
um, you know, because getting to take care of very sick patients with cancer is a, you know, a very important thing and it's a hard thing and it's a sad thing, but um, I think it's a place where, you know, you really get to see God at work too when things go well. And even when they don't go well, um, you know, you see that God's always there for people, always loving them and just, you know, see the things that he can do for people in whatever uh, sorts of struggles they're going through. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. Um, even if we were to go back to the discussion about short-term missionaries visiting and so forth, you know, where is it that we see God? Where do you see God? Well, you're, you're choosing medicine. That is your mission field. And, and to witness what God does in the lives of the people through you, um, I, I'm super excited for your future, Mark. Is there anything you want to add today? Any, any other um, comments you might want to share with us? Um, I guess, you know, also just be so thankful and for, for you and, and the people at First Baptist of Salanti for um, kind of taking me in through my first couple of years of coming back to the U.S. You know, you guys were just a really wonderful part of my sort of reentry process to being back in the U.S. and to doing, you know, as well as things have gone for me in the U.S. has really been at least a big part because of you guys. And also for all the wonderful people who've been praying for me, you know, I mean, Prayer has been just a really important part of my life, and I think it's been really helpful to making it through all of the challenges that I've been through. So really grateful for that. Uh, really grateful to get to talk to you guys today, and I, I hope this is helpful for people. Thank you so much, Mark. Best to you in the future. All right. Thank you, guys. Also with you. Thank you for joining us today. If you're interested in learning more about short-term mission and international ministries, you can find us at internationalministries.org. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bridges for Mission. We are so glad you found us. Till next time.